Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cornerstone Christian Church of God podcast, where we are devoted to bringing restoration and transformation to all. To stay connected and find out more about what God is doing in His church, please visit our website, cccghq.org. Thank you so much, and we hope you are blessed by this message. Let's go through our themes together, please. One to go. Along the bank of the river. My fruits will be for food and my leaves for medicine. And the theme for this month, one to go. And he blessed Emmanuel and said, Blessed be Emmanuel of God, most high, possessor of heaven and earth. Clap your hands together. Cornerstone, do you have life? Amen. Smile at your neighbor and you may please be seated. Amen. It is either you're fighting your battles or you're worshiping God as he's fighting for you. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord is saying to us this afternoon, this very short exhortation. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor it's short. Hallelujah. Uh, the Lord said we should speak about what kind of presence of the Lord is with you. What kind of presence is with you? If we go to Exodus chapter 33, Exodus 33, because some people say God is with them, but we need to ask you what kind of, what, which of God is with you? What nature of God, what presence of God is with you? Uh, you can read that before you have lunch today, if you plan to have lunch, amen, or maybe dinner. Exodus 33, God said to Moses, he says, I will send my angel before you. This is verse 2. And I will drive out the Canaanites and the Amorites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Brokites and the Jebusites. Amen. I will drive them out before you. Some are looking for Brokites. It's not there. <laughs> I will drive them. This presence is only for performance. Performance. There's no peace, there's no joy, there's no love, there's no, no fruit of the Spirit, just performance. My angel will go with you and you know by the per- performing what you see happen. That's all. You see, some people can arrive at their destiny but stressed. They can get to their destiny with full of... Let's, let's leave it as stress. So I don't stress anybody out, Amen. <laughs> And it says, verse 3, go up to a land flowing with milk and honey. I'll go in your midst. I will not go up in your midst. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Verse 2 says, I will send my angel. Verse 3 says, I will not go up in your midst. Lest I consume you on the way. This is a consuming presence. <laughs> Where you sneeze mistakenly. And one ear is cut off. <laughs> Let's, so this kind of presence is for stubborn people. They are stiff-necked. That's how their neck is, even as they are walking. Because <laughs> they, they're so, and this is God speaking. This is God himself speaking. I thank God for a leader like Moses. Because some leaders will say, oh, this is good, so long as he's your angel. So long as our enemies will be killed, right? Let your angel come with us. But look at what Moses said. No, verse 4, the people heard the bad news. (laughs) 
Please listen to me. I've learned a while back. You see, I've, I've heard people say, oh, the angel of the Lord. They say, I don't, I don't, I'm not excited about angels. I'm not excited about, because angels are just messengers. They are there for assignments. The spirit of death is an angel. Is one of those forces that can be used by God or can be used by the devil. I don't celebrate the appearance of angels. Oh, this angel is here, that angel is here. We need to ask, what are you here for? Because some are just there for judgment. So what presence is with you? And what you do is what will determine the kind of presence that goes with you. So Moses began to intercede with God. He began to intercede. Then look at verse 12. Look at verse 12, please. Exodus 33, verse 12. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, bring up these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Didn't I just tell you I'll send an angel? So to Moses, it's like we're not having that conversation. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way, that I may know you, and that I may find grace in your sight, and consider that this nation is your people. Then look at what he said. Verse 14. And he said, my presence will go with you, not my angel. And now I will give you rest. You are getting results now, but in a very restful way. Be afraid of people who have grace. Be very afraid of them. If you've never been, please, I give you permission from today. Because when God is with them, the things they will do, they will do without stress. And you think the thing is not stressful until you enter inside. And then you realize that just by standing here for five minutes, you can forget all your songs. We, we shout a song. We, 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 <laughs> until they help you off the stage, God forbid. <laughs> you know, you can practice, you can practice songs. You know, now we watch it for about 45 minutes, first service, second service, third service. How many songs do you think you need to practice? Do you know that? Why, why, because some people lead worship as if they are running a race, a marathon. Not marathon, a hundred meter dash, right? You can sing five songs in five minutes and you're like, what's the time? Ah! <laughs> only, only five minutes. Be afraid of people who have grace. Because they will make, they can deceive you into making what they do look so easy and stress-free. It's because they have the presence of God. And it gives them rest. So one of the reasons why we must be effusive in our praise is we want his presence to be strong. When his presence is strong, there will be rest. Someone was asking me a while back, how do you deal with all, this, with all the leaders and you know, all this number of leaders? I said, you know, when the presence of God is with you, you help people who might have a tendency to behave a particular way, to behave properly, because of the presence of God that they see. Now, when they leave your presence, they can do other things. But when they're around, 
it, it recalibrates them by force. And even when they don't, he will not allow them rest until they are recalibrated. When a man's ways please the Lord, which means God is with, with a person, even his enemies will be at peace with him. They will look like a tamed lion in their midst. You see, a wife that even the husband cannot handle, but the, the wife is tame, close to the anointing. I don't know why I said amen, but... <laughs> and he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. So, so we worship to get his presence to be strong in our lives. To be strong in our lives. To be strong. That, that aura, that aroma, to be very strong around us. And it will begin to realign things in our midst, even without you knowing what is happening. Which presence is going with you? It is not enough. We don't want angels. We want God. <laughs> angels are not permitted to receive praise. So when, in Revelation 19.10, when Apostle John saw the angel and the angel dazzled him, he just bowed down to worship and the angel said, no, 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 don't worship me. I am, I am a fellow servant of yours, but worship God. I fell at his feet to worship him, but he says, see that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. I'm, I'm just saying a few things to help us because... We're going to be done here for today's service and then we we'll head home. And, and you can carry the same aura with you or you can shut it off. It's your choice. I was sitting here and I was imagining people coming to have a meeting with me. And I'm just casual about the meeting and my mind is just all over the place and I'm on my phone. I can imagine how those people themselves will feel. I can just imagine, they, 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 they booked the meeting, they waited two months, and then they came, and then they are just talking, and I'm on my phone. I say, is it not with my ears I hear? I'm hearing you. Keep on talking. Because <laughs> that's what you do when you are worshiping me, right? When, when God, you are worshiping God. So just keep on talking, and I'll be doing what I'm doing. At least you are, you are talking, I can hear you. But you know you will not feel happy about that. You cannot be happy because you want the full attention. So when we're worshiping, we must ensure it begins first from the heart. And it helps to have something in mind that you're grateful for. It helps to have something in mind. What am I grateful for today? The Lord told me, do you know how many people tried to kill you this year? And did not survive. And then my dance intensified. <laughs> and some of them came for meetings. I heard of a pastor who had a meeting with a lady, and he could have been a man. It also means that only ladies are cute men, amen. <laughs> the, the thing the man remembered was that the woman shook his hand. He just went cold and just died. Oh, yes, uh -uh, yes. Just went cold. It's not every handshake that is the same. Thank God there were some people around. No, the wife didn't have faith. Um, but thank God there was an authority that was able to reverse what that devil did. You know how many people came and tried? I said, oh, I, I, I know people don't like me, but I didn't know it was to that extent. So I was dancing even more. 
I was dancing somewhere like, who wants to kill pastor? <laughs> you know, when you have an understanding of where you have come, how far you've come, what you've passed through. You know, when, when you announce and say, and say you want to buy land, what many people want is to hear that it did not happen. Say, hey, we told you you are overreaching. You have aimed for three acres or four. It's small, small children. <laughs> Yet, we didn't send ourselves. I remember when I was speaking to my biological mom, she was like, you know, I, I told you I heard in the spirit, it must be over a hundred acres. That's what God said to me. Don't tell me anything about anything less than a hundred. This is not our, we're not the ones chasing after something. This is God's plan. It's God's plan. Pastor Piquet was here a few months ago. Spoke to me a few months ago about this. Was, what, I've, what I've heard is over 100. All these are voices that God has spoken to. Nobody is trying to pursue anything. This is work. It's work. Let, let, let me humor you. Let me, let me just humor you. Just to arrange and begin to, not to, 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 to break ground, just to get things started and to begin to, you know, work on uh, rezoning and different things, at least $100,000. Just a few seconds. Just allow that settle in. It's like cold water and the hot day, amen. Who wants to carry a burden like that if not that Jesus has said, this is my assignment? Yeah, there are many who want you to fail. They are there on your wedding day and they are wishing that they will come to hear that um, your seat has been vacated. And they see you pregnant, but they are waiting to hear, to hear bad news that the baby has been uh, uh, aborted. Just, just dangerous human beings. But to, to see that you are moving forward, you are moving forward, you are moving forward, such a joy. Look at the testimony we, we, we read, I, I'm not, I remember which service now, I think it was this service here, where he said someone kept inviting him, inviting him, and he said, oh, pastors are fake. The kind of testimony at that time he would have wanted to hear was that that person too said she was no longer going to church, and that she has realized that, you are right, all pastors are fake. That would have been the testimony him at that time would have wanted to hear. That God did not put you to shame. It's a thing of joy. Even in the midst of a challenge that you came out of it, it's a thing of joy. One of us here was fired. Within a couple weeks, got another job. And then in a few weeks, started the job. The devil's plan is that they will hear that, oh, house has been foreclosed. And things could not you know, you couldn't move forward anymore. But yet, people are building houses. In the midst of the situation that we found ourselves. A lot to be grateful to Jesus for. But the main thing is, which presence do you want to always be with you? Is determinant on how you arrange and package yourself. Let me just share a few things with us just to help us because we, we, we read things from Scripture so we can learn from scriptural personalities. I have I've interacted with some people and I've realized that people have different levels of grace in this area. And we need to be able to, that's why we're in the body of Christ. We need to draw from each other and learn from each other. I've interacted with some people who on a weekly basis, they are writing cards, putting testimonies in it. 
This is what Jesus did. When this was said, that was said. Even me, my mind, I'm like, this is too much. I'm like, man, people are at different levels in different areas. And I was there thinking, if this person is doing this for a human being, how much more God? But for some, it's once every six months. Some is once in a year after you have forced it out of them. But we must grow up in gratitude. Being able to sit down and think and think and think and make it a habit. This is the vision I had while we were worshiping. I saw someone in the house. Now, I said something in the first service about a, a, a keyboardist. And someone met me after, after the service. Oh, my goodness, Pastor, that was my brother. He has not been to church in a long time, and he came today. And he plays the keyboard. And I'll send to him, I said, now, now, he might think you told me that, would you, would you have given me his picture? I said, Pastor, this is what it looks like. So the moment you see him, just give that prophecy. <laughs> That's how some people's minds are. I saw someone inside the house. You know, they were there, the lady was there looking outside the window and then her kids were there crying and there were dogs around trying to get in to attack the kids. And, and the Lord said, just watch. And I was watching and instead of this woman to be free in the house, thanking God, she was just there afraid by the window. And he said, now, now watch this. This is how some of my children are. They are protected, they are shielded. Yet, instead of them to be thanking me and live their lives, they are still there in apprehension. The dog cannot come in, cannot harm them. Yet, they are still glued to the side. They are just observing the devil. The dog is the devil. They are just observing the devil. Morning, afternoon, night, observing the devil. What's the devil doing? Are you a devil weather forecaster? What's the devil doing today? Where is he today? Where is, ah, he, the devil is jumping. Hey, he's jumping. He's jumping. The devil is crawling. The devil is coughing. They, they are just observing the devil. The Lord deliver you from that today. That is called the spirit of fear. If he could not come in, it means he cannot come in. He cannot come in. How do you know? What is the practicalization of that vision? Is the dreams. You have these dreams, the devil trying to attack you. He's outside. He's outside. If he could get you, you will not be having dreams. It will be your reality. Oh, I had this bad dream today. Yes, all those are just, God is just showing you what's happening outside. A thousand shall fall at your right hand, ten thousand at your left hand, but it will not come near you. So we stay in the place of faith. Grateful, thanking Jesus for everything he's doing. And as we're thanking him, the hedge of protection is going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. I was joking with somebody. I said, you know, some people, when they want to travel, they will not announce it. I said, but, but look at some, even worldly people. They will announce they're in the air right now. They're getting into the plane. <laughs> I know someone close to me. <laughs> After she had landed in her destination, two days later, she now posted online, oh, just about to travel. <laughs> They're afraid of the witches in the village. <laughs> just about to travel right now. And I say, ah, you. You're already at your destination. 
And she says it's wisdom. <laughs> Yet you see people posting. This is where I'm just, you know, getting on the flight right now. They will even show us their, their seat number. <laughs> you know, there are some demons in the village. They need your seat number. <laughs> You, you need to realize that if God be for us, who can be against us? Oh, if Jesus did not deliver me from those things, I won't talk about land anything. No, that's you announcing to the devil. <laughs> As if the devil was not in the service. <laughs> Maybe online, but not in person. <laughs> we need to be grateful. Look around you. God has been good. Look at how good you look. God has been good. God has been good. Every day, there will always be something you need that you don't have. And that's the way life is. It's okay. Don't make a mountain out of a molehill. My husband is not romantic. When will he ever be fully romantic? When? He can, org <laughs> he can organize. Organize surprise dinner today. He said, oh, great job, honey. By tomorrow again, he has to be romantic again. You will never be satisfied. It's a daily affair and there's nothing wrong with that. It's good. But I'm saying those things cannot give you lasting joy and peace. Oh, I need to make more money. Make 100000 a year. Your joy cannot come from that. Increase to 200000 when you get it, you're like, wow, oh my gosh, what? Life will move on. Then you need 300,000. Then you need a million. You are like, you know what, 25 million. Because we have to build Peniel. <laughs> Be joyful. Be joyful. Be joyful. Be joyful. Be joyful. We're going to be rounding up our come and see our Thanksgiving nine years. And with the leaders, we'll dance again tonight. But it is not the end of celebration. Can you imagine if you make this a daily affair for you in your own home? Instead of your home being gloomy, you make it a very joyful environment. Imagine the presence of God that will, retained, that will be retained in that place. Let's be joyful. Let Jesus know we are grateful. Father, I thank you for what you've done. I thank you because I'm still alive and well. I give you praise. You see, one of the grace God has given us in this house is to raise great people. And greatness is attracted to greatness. It's not everybody that would accept this kind of schedule, this brutal schedule. Friday, one hour, 20 minutes, and then Sunday, 45, 45, 45. So thank you so much. Amen. There are many ways that I personally test people, you know, uh, because it's one thing to sing and to know how to play, but it's another thing to be willing. From the moment we invited you, and then I realized then two years ago that your dad had passed, and you still insisted, no, 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 you're coming. That's when my respect for you increased. Oh, yes. Because there are many... Talented, gifted people who don't have character. You know, they only function when they feel like. Their feelings determine what they do. And coincidentally, at that time, to my dad who had passed. So we're <laughs> grieving together. Amen. But life still moves on. 
Life will still move on. Lots of challenges, like you shared with me. Lots of attacks, lots of things. But still doing what needs to be done. That's how greatness is being built. So thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Hallelujah. Please, let's rise up on our feet. Thank you for taking the time to listen and receive the fresh word of God. Before you leave, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not born again, I, Pastor Ibukun Adewusi, would love to pray with you. If you're ready to give your life to Christ right now, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God and I believe you died for me on the cross of Calvary. I know I am a sinner and today I come to you to forgive me of all my sins and to make me a brand new creation. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and making me born again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Congratulations, you are now born again. Please reach out to us on cccghq .org/save and fill out the form completely so that we can send you wonderful materials to help you grow on your new walk with Christ. Congratulations once again. We love you and God bless you.